Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. And Perfect Voices Podcast. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Coming in live plans on Monday. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. No week. When you at this day when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Message. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Hello. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes and talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. Mm. Talk about it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is, but if you're willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. (laughs) Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Imperfect Voices Podcast. As you just heard, that was the one and only American hero, American legend, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. We're a little late to the topic because of our uh, new assigned day, but it's never too late to show remembrance, show respect, and give our condolences to him and his family. Y'all want to talk about it? Yeah, um, kind of shocking. I mean, I think 
it, it hit the whole world, you know, in a shocking way, just the way he was able to, you know, continue to create um, and, you know, his death being so unexpected for mm-hmm. at least fans of his and, you know, people that admired his work. I mean, no one, we had ideas. I mean, not even ideas that he was sick, but I thought he was, you know, slimming down for a role, um, you know, when he was, we saw that he was skinny and stuff. Um, but it just shows you never know what people are fighting and battling, but for him to be able to give us um, such great work, you know, most recently, you know, we saw the five bloods testing, um, you know, most recently we saw the five bloods, you know, he's given us, you know, black Panther, Jackie Robinson, you know, Thurgood Marshall, and then giving us, you know, Jim Brown, James Brown, James, to give us a James Brown, you know, just such a, great actor and you know despite his age you know 43 i mean he was just really getting started um right and you know getting into the a-list category to where he could really do whatever he wanted um so you know rest in peace i mean I, he he will i don't think he's got his hollywood walk uh, fame star yet but when that comes that'll be much deserved and you know i, I believe he's somebody that got his flowers while he was here so yeah You want to say something mm-hmm. real quick? No, I think Jordan covered it. Um, I mean, it it was a sad, it was a real sad day. It's been a whole sad year, and if anything, really, I'd just say like, like Jay did at the beginning of the year, take a break from social media, like, because it's just mm-hmm. tragedy after tragedy, and if you're not careful, it's gonna mess you up. Facts. I'm I'm glad I don't. I thought I followed some terrible people on Twitter. But apparently not because they said they were making jokes about Chadwick when he was when he the videos came out that he was skinny. Yeah, same. I, I never I, saw those either. I don't never see jokes. I never see those jokes. Really. I, I don't know if there's a different type of harsh Twitter that I don't follow, but I, I've never seen those jokes. There's there's got to be definitely. That's the thing about Twitter. There's always a side of Twitter that we're not seeing. Yeah. Thank Austin. Give the Wendy's a break, bro. Slash these gang. But yeah, man, all right, pizza the goat. Um, like Jordan said, man, it was definitely open to video. That video with him and uh, uh, what's the late night host? Jimmy Fallon. Uh-huh. Where people were, they were there talking to him, giving him, giving him his flowers right there, man. That, that video hit different, bro. That video hit different. Did you see the video? Of, Sorry, go. I was about to say, a lot of those people would are probably saying the same thing now that he's passed away, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's able to see it, at least. What were you saying, Mitch? There, a guy he did a movie with, and um, the guy was just talking about how he was on an interview on a some network, and he was basically saying how he was on a movie with Chadwick and that he felt like he was... I can't remember the word he used, but basically he felt like Chadwick was, what did he say, like, soft or precious? He said precious because... Mm-hmm. You know, he had he had like his masseuse there and his girlfriend like was there every, between every scene and like he was surrounded by people every single time like catering to him, basically waiting on him. And the guy didn't know what was going on, so he took it. Oh, wrong. the dude from the the five lists. The dude from yeah. the five lists. And then yeah. afterwards, he was like feeling really regretful about it, and you know, realizing like you don't you never know what anybody's going through. And yeah, he was he was. I thought being, that was pretty crazy. He he was you know they were checking to make sure he was okay because he. You know, although he wasn't telling everybody else, like even like directors and producers 
had no idea of his condition, but you know, he had, mm-hmm. I'm sure he had that that close core of people that were there for him and making sure that he was able to um, still accomplish his his goals, which was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And sh- shout out to his circle, bro. Like no one knew he'd been battling this for four years, shot multiple movies, and no one knew. Not a single leak came out about this. So that's why it was definitely crazy when all this news broke out. Especially the yeah. way the way it was done. So yeah, shout out to his circle, man. Real thoroughbred people cut from a whole different cloth that a lot of people aren't built from. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. He got married early this year too. So I mean I think that was his way of Oh, this year he got married? Yeah, I think so. I thought I thought I saw that. Um I think that was his way of rewarding. I mean, because I mean, he knows he's he's at the the end of his life. I think he wanted to reward her for staying with him and just making sure that his legacy give her that closure. Really, yeah, just make sure his legacy lived on. You know, you you helped me build this. You helped me get to where I I wanted to go and achieve. You know, my goals, and I want you to be able to reap the the physical fruits of it, even if I'm not Mm -hmm. here. And so I think, yeah, just amazing that he's you know had the foresight, you know. To, to do that so crazy R.I.P. yep R.I.P. is a real American legend American hero like I said alright uh, well we didn't even introduce ourselves we just got right into it so we can reintroduce ourselves welcome to the new Monday edition and Perfect Voices podcast we will now be dropping on yes, Monday sir. as y'all heard on the Make announcement episode better. mm-hmm your worst day just got a whole lot better. Uh, got your girl Mish on hey. Deckington. Got your boy Jordan on Deckington. Yes, sir. Austin taking care of some uh, males right now. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm here, man. Humbly. Come to you humbly. Uh, how's y'all week doing going, guys? Well, how's y'all week going? Shoot. Our week, our past week. Mm-hmm. Mine's just pretty good. Um, you know, despite everything going on in the world, these people still want to come to Waco for Labor Day. So <laughs> we was packed. We had about 100 people waiting for us to open on Saturday. It'll probably be the same thing tomorrow. I saw that there was a uh, tour bus stopping by one of our affiliated really? businesses. Did I you mean, see yeah. it? I did not. Where at? Uh, at my job? Uh, yeah, at one of your affiliated spots, yes. Hmm. Who's tour bus? Uh, the Trump 2020 tour bus. Oh, 100% Ooh. believe that. Put, put nothing past that, honestly. Gang, gang, let's go. I, I don't think it was a MAG-sponsored event. No, no, not at all. But They just know where to go. post up to find Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> oh, D. <laughs> <laughs> they know where to find Dwight's at. So they posted out there, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, everywhere. It's been packed. It's been packed all weekend. Traff- like, traffic's been crazy. People are just out. My mom said she went to Bucky's um, coming back from Temple, and she was like, it was almost like elbow to elbow in there. Oh, heck no. Yeah, she was like, I wanted to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. That that was one thing you said, you know, all this stuff's going bad. Bro, some good stuff's been happening to me. And this happened a couple times this year where 
like bad stuff is happening, but like I'm doing good. So I feel guilty at the same time. Is that bad? Yep. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you should you shouldn't feel guilty. Yes, you should. Because like Friday, Friday was like my it was treated like my last day at my old job now, but it wasn't I actually went a couple of days afterwards. But it was to to them, and uh, they came through. They showed me love at school. They showed me love at the taco stand afterwards. That's and awesome. I, I was just feeling the love, bro. I really was. And, like, we even sold out that night and everything. And then I checked my phone, and Chad's passed away. Oh, dang. That's so funny. now I feel terrible. I'm like, bro, I'm having a great day. Everything is going good. And then this is happening. I'm like, bro, like, I can't even. I feel bad for feeling good, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an ugly situation. And that's happened a couple times this year, actually. Shame on or you. Or like a bad event or something <laughs> happened. And I'm feeling good over here. Shame on you for, for thriving and being blessed. I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm, I'm in a, I am in a glass case of emotions, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. You got to balance it out. It's just balance, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel the same way, kind of. Like, not that a lot of good stuff has been happening to me, because on the contrary, really. But because things seem to be going sideways, I'm just able to realize all the ways that I am blessed and all the ways that I can be thankful for things. Mm-hmm. So it's like bittersweet, double-edged sword all the time. Bittersweet. You know you're going to be the death of me. Bro, wrong key, bro. All the way, completely. <laughs> hey, they get, if real Kanye fans know what I'm talking about, though. I saw that man. <laughs> it took me a second to catch up. Yeah. Well, speaking of Kanye, my boy did an interview with um, with the one and only Nick Cannon. Uh, he actually shot it in Wyoming. He he went out to the Wyoming uh, to the Wyoming uh, land or whatever you would say it, call it. Not bad interview. Kanye's back in his uh, braggadocious mood. I enjoyed it. Back to regular Kanye. Yeah, exactly. Regular old crazy Kanye. That's what we can handle. We can handle crazy not, Kanye. Yeah, regular, not Kanye Kardashian. Not, not overly, you know, just regular, um, prideful, um, I'm the best, narcissistic Kanye. Uh-huh. Not, not the one that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not the one that says, you know... Rosa Parks <laughs> led slaves to work for more white people or yeah. any of those other crazy, like, we thought U.S. history was taught bad. <laughs> oh. Imagine the teacher that taught Kanye his, his American history. Man, leave it to Kanye. Good Lord. Probably wants to be the dean of some school. But yeah, man, he was on the, he uh, took a shot at Trump because, of course, people have been saying that Trump is I mean, Kanye is working for Trump, not against Trump, trying to take away votes from Joe Biden. And he said, nah, bro, I got more money than Trump. How's he going to pay me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then what, another thing he said, he was like, you know, because apparently now he has multi-billion. He's a multi-billionaire. Mm. And he said, you know what I can't stand about one billionaire's? And he went to he went to say about what he don't like about him, but okay. I was like that that's a flex. Bro. What kind of shade is that? Like, honestly, yeah. You say you know what I can't say about one billionaire. One billionaire. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sick. The poor. <laughs> uh, 
he also brought up the random fact he uh, uh, on Twitter. He was on one of his Twitter rants. He said, "The um, what what's one of those famous painters?" Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about, but one of the Ninja Turtles, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, Donatello, (laughs) Raphael, (laughs) Van Gogh. Was it Van Gogh? I'm not sure. I think it was one of. I think it was a different name. Anyways, one of the famous painters from back in the day. What he did is the same thing. (laughs) Heck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) What? What he did on his paintings that made him so famous now is actually the same type of paintings that Africans used to do. So I was like, okay, Kanye, we got woke Kanye back too. He's saying this, all this stuff, like he, the culture, culture appropriating basically. Been happening, yeah. He, he was doing, he was the Elvis of art, artistic times. So I was like, hey man, this. Obviously, the in, the first part the first part of this interview is only out, and it hasn't been trending on Twitter because he hasn't said nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. When Kanye's back, cool, no one goes crazy. But as soon as he says something that's wild, it's get him up out of here. Well, that's everybody, ain't it? Yeah, I just wish the energy would be the same because, uh, okay, to kind of switch the topics, six nine. Is getting blocked by Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, why? Right? He's not getting blocked per se. Is this they're not pitting him on any playlist? They're not highlighting his album. His he has a brand new album that's out that's playing to sell more than Big Sean, which low key ain't surprising because you know the single's already number one. They throw the single on the album. You already got sales. You know. Oh, do they add, does, little, they count those sales for the album sales? Oh yeah. Wow. oh, yeah. That's I why Drake is already platinum. Yeah, Drake goes platinum whenever he drops an album. Like, yeah. that same day. Anyways, they're not promoting his album. And I'm like, that's a sticky... That's that's a slippery slope to go on. Because people have done worse than 6 9 And we still listen to them. Oh yeah, that's true. People have done worse to kind... Kanye, artists have done worse than whatever Kanye has done, and we still listen to him. It's, it's just a real slippery slope. Like even yeah, because if you draw the line once, then you gotta draw the line all the time. Exactly, and and, a lot, and like I say, a lot of our favorite artists are garbage. True that. Human true beings, that. at least. It's just and like uh, Kendrick even stuck his neck out for R. Kelly. They uh, Spotify said they were going to take R. Kelly and XX Tentacion. Oh, I remember that. And he was like the off take of line playlist. Uh huh. And and Kendrick was like, "Yo, if they take their music Gosh. off, then I'm up out of here." You know. That's wild. Which you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. That looks kind of bad for Kendrick now. But I don't know. How, how do you? What do y'all think about that with artists and? their past allegations or whatever. Because, you know, the artists in the 70s, 80s that our parents love, they would not pass the Twitter wokeness oh, levels definitely of not. today. I mean, this is kind of the same topic. I'm not answering your question, but I am. It's about that, but um, it's from rock music Twitter, so y'all probably don't know about it. <laughs> hey. Um, but the artist from 21 Pilots, the lead singer, I believe, he um, he had made a joke on Twitter, he posted a picture of him in some like 
platform shoes, you know, like the big old shoes. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, oh, y'all said I should use my platform. I'm glad I dusted these bad boys off. And, like, Twitter just drug him. It was a whole, like, um, his name's Josh. It was a whole Josh is over party and da-da-da-da. So I kind of, like, went to go look. and And he was, like, after he posted that tweet, he was saying a lot of stuff about mental health. And then finally he had posted something about Black Lives Matter. And it was almost like they bullied him into it. Because I guess they were saying, like, it's not, it's a joke to you because you don't have to deal with it. Mm. But then, that white privilege thing. But yeah. then, from somebody else that is a fan and keeps up with it, was telling me that he was vocal on Instagram about whenever everything popped off with George, George Floyd. And he was just like, So, when do you draw the line? Like, when do you stop canceling people just because they're not living up to your personal standards of what they should be advocating for? You know, because it wasn't like he, mm-hmm. w- he didn't advocate at all for Black Lives Matter, but they still took the joke and was and like ran with it basically it's it's not a i mean of course the people probably canceling him were probably not fans so it's not like I most see that. people he probably cares about most anyways mm-hmm. um but I, I the joke is just in poor taste you i know, agree he's like he could have said um he's like how y'all use y'all's platform versus how I use mine, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm using it better, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like there, there's ways that the joke could be executed um, without it sounding, you know, like it's poor taste. Like that's the only way he's using his platform. That's kind of how it came off um, probably to most people. But I mean, I don't think that's something that that's one of those temporary, you know, a couple of days get canceled for, and then everybody forgets about it. It's not like you <laughs> did something really wrong. It was just a joke in poor taste. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, like, checked back in with it, but obviously, like, I didn't even know someone told me about it because I don't follow that side of Twitter, so. Right. Yeah. And, and I ain't trying to stick off for 6 9 either, okay? Because I had to get into 6 9 later as well about him. He said he's represented for Mexicans. No, you're not, bro. You're a leech. You leeched off of nine trade bloods. You leeching off of the police, and now you're trying to leech off, leech off of brown people. That ain't going to work. Yeah. So, as an alternative for other Mexican artists you can listen to, Snow the Product. Snow. One of, one of the hardest working underground um, independent artists. She's been hustling for a while now. She actually... She actually coined the word woke and then it kind of went mainstream hmm. online. She had been, she already had woke merch and everything, like stay woke and everything. That's and amazing. then it, yeah, and then it got popping online afterwards. It's pretty crazy. Uh, she out of California, she has Texas ties. So if y'all want to listen to someone that can actually rap, go listen to her. She was uh, at, um, we saw her at uh, one of the... Jambalaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, she could put on performance, yeah. She has some dope music videos. She has some dope little vlogs I used to watch a lot. Uh, go check her out. Um, Peso Peso signed to Sauce Walker's label. Pretty good dude. Brick, uh, Brick Wolfpack out of Houston as well. Go check him out. Uh, what's up, RJ or RG? I forgot. Uh, signed to Rich uh, Reach Records. Under Lecrae, uh, I saw him at Lecrae's last tour stop. Pretty good kid. Uh, he can definitely put on the show as well, too. And uh, oof, I don't know of any other 
active ones right now. But if you need to, add me on Twitter at jcarryon underscore stc. Nice. Speaking of music, uh, Big Sean oh, made us wait. Big Sean has made us wait three years for an official album. How do y'all feel? Was it really three years? 2017? Since I decided. Damn. He he dropped... Was 2088 that 2088 album in between that? or No, that was before. Yeah, it was before. What was after it was the uh, Metro Boomin collab album. Oh, okay, okay. Which was a couple good songs on there, but it wasn't... I liked it. Twitter tried to act like it was trash, but it wasn't trash. Acts sometimes, like trash. sometimes, yeah, exactly. Twitter be acting like it's too cool for cool, I'm too cool for Twitter. school. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they be acting too cool for school. Sometimes, bro, you just can't go there for logic all the time. But uh, that double or nothing album was hard. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Big Sean thoughts. De- Detroit too. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, like I, was, I uh, already, so. like I text y'all, man. Like, uh, it's it's a steak. It's it's not a happy meal album at all. Oh yeah. See, maybe that's why I'm not. I didn't really like. Wasn't excited about it because I've said this plenty of times. I don't like long albums. Like, mm. it's too much for me to like sift through. I did. I did not listen to his album all the way through, but I did listen about a fourth of the way through. I liked what I heard. But mm-hmm. a lot of the songs at the beginning, I don't know if that's a pattern for the whole album, but a lot of the songs at the beginning were really long. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, it, it switches up. It switches up. And then, it was, and then it was, some it was, of them are skits as well. Yeah, so okay, it, it that makes long, sense. Kinda, well, he has like know. three skits in it, um, which is yeah. consistent with Detroit, um, the mixtape. He had like, yeah. like stories, he calls them on there. Um but to me, it just flowed like it was. It's not like you had like some fillers in there. To me, you know, it just kind of worked well. Um, and like so. I said, it's it's for a casual listener. This is a great album because it has a lot of good casual listener friendly artist features on here. Yeah, you like like. But when I got to the end of the album, I forgot Post Malone was even on the album at the beginning. Oh, I yeah. was like, dang! Post, I was like, dang! Post is on here. It was a good song too. It was. Yeah, I like, I like that, that one. I think, I think that one might make it on radio. I will sure. say, like it's what good. I said in the in the group chat, like I was a little disappointed with the twenty eighty eight song. It was mm-hmm. a it was a good song. They love to give us little snippets and not like full yeah. on like album music, but <clears throat> it felt like a Janae feature to me, and that's why I was kind of bummed. But and, but it did like and, the. The other Janae one with um with Ty Dolly exactly that one paid up for the the yeah the, that was a good yeah. one yeah I think I think that body language song made me not not like the other one as much I feel that because I was like that one, that one took care of business bro that's a, that's a bop right there mm-hmm. but uh Ty Dolly's like got his said. magic touch yeah mm-hmm. he's the real uh, cilantro. A very, Honestly, a very that's music. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> that was a perfect description. But uh, that deep reverence, I liked it when it came out as a single. But like Austin said, when it when it got played with the whole album, it it made even more sense. Yeah, it fit with the vibe. even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you got Anderson Pack on there. You got a uh, Young Thug. Um, the Travis Scott Lithuania joint. I I I guess I'm gonna say I don't like it. 
It's a basic Travis feature. You know it, how it, about those basic Travis features. <laughs> it was like, yeah, Travis is, isn't going to work on this song, so do you want it? And they're like, yeah. And it was like, okay, we'll take it. That's that's what it kind of feels like. Mm. Uh, Zen the F out. I, that's a bop right there, bro. I played yeah. that mug at the pool just earlier. Bro, that mug goes. That mug goes. Um, full circle, pretty good. I didn't like the Key Wayne. It didn't sound great recorded. I don't know. Don Life, Lil Wayne, pretty good. Friday Night Cypher, though, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. Bro. I specifically listened to that because I heard Cash Doll Verse was really good. So I went and listened to that. Do we want to play Cash Doll Verse real quick? Oh, my God. Did y'all hear that? We did hear that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. No, make him go listen to it. If y'all don't listen to the Big Sean album, definitely go check out the cash. Uh, go, what is it called? Oh, you gonna play? That beat was hard. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, that's it. That's all you get. Yeah, that's that beat. That get. that beat was hard. <laughs> that beat had a real um. What is that song called? Lip gloss feel to it. <laughs> well, it's a sample from uh, Clips Grinding. Grinding. Um, he went crazy. Cash all went crazy. Uh, I like how they switched up the beat for Forty Two Doug. Yeah. Royce the Five Nine went crazy. Eminem did Eminem things. I mean, good. y'all y'all can call him the goat or whatever. Personally, saying I didn't goat. even make it that far. Was it good? Is it worth it? Do I need to go back? Yeah, it's good. It's worth a full listen. I think it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it's worth the nine minutes. I'll listen for nine. I'll listen to that for nine minutes. I didn't even notice it was nine minutes. Don't tell me she's nine minutes. She going I know, right? Oh, yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, you I'm going to listen to it. Her, you gave her a mini anxiety attack when you said nine minutes. I have, yeah, uh, yeah. I have a couple of friends <laughs> who, like, really like Eminem, so I would like to listen to it so I can see what they say. <laughs> we might as well tell me she was nine hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, the skit after that was Stevie Wonder. He said he walked in in the room and he saw the piano. Do y'all still believe that Stevie Wonder's blind or no? Okay, so I that's the one story I did skip. So uh, uh, see bro you skipping out on some content bro. Yeah <laughs> but um yeah I mean I don't know. He I said have, he it, walked it, in it and he saw the piano. Although it's fun, I don't have any like it doesn't make any difference to me whether he is or not. If it came out, oh, Stevie Wonder's not blind, I'd be like, okay. Honestly, I feel like it would make sense to me too, just because of the type of shit that they be hiding from us. Like, I'd be, yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, and oh, then, yeah. and then, still our rise with Dom Kim- uh, Kennedy at the end. It was a good outro track. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I, I, I wanted Dom Kennedy to rap on it, but. Once I heard that it was just a natural track, I wasn't as mad because I was really wanting to hear some bars on it. But uh, all in all, man, good album. But for for having to wait three years with it, I did it was, it was um, stumble across Big Sean Hater Twitter, and it was very entertaining. Ooh. <laughs> somebody, it was somebody tweeted, and they were like, "What did they say?" 
I can't even remember, but they were like, oh, hold up, Big Sean did it again, dropped the trash album, and then everybody <laughs> everybody in the uh, the comments were just going crazy. It was really funny. Bro, the, bro, the Big Sean hate on Twitter is It is, it's hilarious. <laughs> they really be coming for him. Yeah, dude, I, I don't, I don't really get it, but I think a lot of it um, stemmed up from, you know, people defending Janae. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. Eventually, it just became fun for people. So a bunch of Janae thirst buckets. Yeah. Plus, you know, you're gonna have people that are gonna get mad about it. So it's like it's like what Jay does to Austin. You know, he knows Austin <laughs> loves Kendrick. So anytime he has a chance to slander Kendrick, whether he really believes it or not, he'll take the shot. So true that. True that. She's just gonna shoot, bro. She's just gonna shoot. Yeah. Luckily, uh, he wasn't the only one that graced us with some music this week. Uh, our girl, SZA, SZA, SZA. 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 Dropped as well with who else? Mr. The cilantro of the R&B mm-hmm. game. Mr. Ty Dillerson. Dillerson. <laughs> that, is a, that is a Dave joke for all my people that watch Dave. You should go take it out on Hulu. Dave is a funny show, dude. So, just to let y'all in on the joke, the character Dave, he has a manager that's trying to act cool. He tells him the day after a party, he said, yeah, I met Ty Dillerson. <laughs> He's like, Ty Dillerson? He's like, yeah, Ty Dillerson. He said, you mean Ty Dollar Sign? <laughs> yeah, whatever, man, whatever. Ty Dollar Sign, don't matter. Anyways, hit different. The video? Did y'all watch it? Video's fire. Video's fire. So, uh, SZA, wrong person. SZA was on top of it. Uh, the aesthetics were really, really nice. She's serving the looks up again? Serving the looks as only she could. Because on that love, I remember Mish told me to go watch that Love Galore video. And I was like, why haven't I already seen this Love Galore video? Love Galore was Love Galore was a real movie, too. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry she had to chop up my boy Travis Scott like that. But hey, it is what it is. Love makes you do crazy things. Exactly. <laughs> now, the, the song was really good. It took me a while to get to it. Like, because... I was like listening to the lyrics at first and obviously it's kind of hard to hear what she's saying. But um, after like listening to it for a cup for like a day, like it started like getting, getting really catchy. The hook for sure with Ty Dolla Signs, like the hook is hella catchy. Like mm-hmm. that mug is stuck, stuck in your head instantly. Um, yeah, man. No complaints here, man. I love but then song. she dropped another snippet of a different song on Instagram and that one was really good too so I'm hoping that means there's an album in the near future so she tried the whole oh no my management's gonna get mad at me for uh-huh. making this song uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that's exactly like, it, what she did it worked the first album lady you don't have to fool us again they, like, know, they know good and well they got approval yeah, yeah bro yeah bro come on now like it worked with the first album cause you were unproved and stuff but you're a superstar now. Like whether you want to admit it or not, or act like it or not, you're you're a character in this game for sure. For sure. That's funny. I don't know why I keep laughing in that high pitch thing. Was there any other new music? Um, not that I was on top of. Oh, no, not new music. But before, after we came off of our last podcast, no serious. Little Wayne graced the DSPs with a diet version of No Ceilings. Have y'all done it yet? Nuh-uh. 
via streaming. I already had the other one on my phone, Mike G. My favorite one. Yeah, yeah, you have the real deal on there, huh? Yeah, I got the real deal. Yeah, this was a diet version. It was cool. It was only 12, and then he put new verses on the Kobe Bryant song. Oh, new verses. I didn't know that. I yeah. Back that. Yeah, there's some new verses Kobe on Bryant's there. Kobe not on No Ceiling, so that was like a – because that was a single nah. that he had dropping in 09, I think it was. Um, yeah. So uh, I'd like to go listen to the new verse because I remember that was a pretty flaming song. But came out anyway. It's cool, man. Like, I like, like we always talk about here every once in a while, these mixtapes need to come back to streaming. Please come back. <laughs> Hit different. Yeah, it definitely grew on me when I get when I first gave my little review on Twitter. Um somebody had asked me about the song. I really wasn't feeling it, but little did I on me. Hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> funny, so funny. the so the switch from music. Let's talk about it, y'all. <laughs> the cotton pickers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an interesting. I will say, I I had before um, looking stuff up because I just be seeing it and I'm like, dang, what? And then I keep it moving. So exactly, yeah. Like that's why I was like, bro, I don't really believe in half of the stuff. I don't know if like I'm I'm different. If I'm naive. Or the world is just crazy, but like half of the stuff I be seeing, I'm just like, bro, I can't believe this. <laughs> so I have to be going to look it up because I'm like, yo, it it literally makes zero sense. I mean, my sister's the same way. Like my sister, she really won't post anything until she re- right. researches Which it. So I feel, yeah, it's definitely a good quality right. to have. But all right, so tell me about this. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. I, I haven't heard a single thing about it except for what you've mentioned okay well um as y'all know uh texas football is bike uh it's september believe Mm -hmm. it or not uh, not even a global pandemic will stop football in texas i don't know why people are surprised but it is what it is not surprised so people are tweeting people are getting their social media on and this dude tweets the roxton cotton pickers Come out before their season opener against London tonight. Hashtag Texas, Texas high school football. And everybody is just like, what in the world? <laughs> in 2020, mm-hmm. we have a football team, well, a high school named after the Cotton Pickers. So what do I do? I say, I can't believe this. Let me go Google it. Let me go see what this Because everybody else yeah, believes I mean, it. I mean, everybody else was just like, oh, some racist shit. Exactly. So I go look it up. This team, this school is in the Corpus Christi area. And this school, uh, this district is mostly Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And the Hispanics in this community, in this district, they are all field, they're mostly field laborers. That's what the most of the economy is made up in that town. So I'm I'm riding with it. And just like Green Bay, they are named the Green Bay Packers for their meat packing. Um 
Yeah, that's what Pac is known for. Uh, Nebraska. They're known for their mascot, corn. Corn. the Corn Huskers. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm riding with this one, man. Our uh, our Mexican people they come from terrible situations in Mexico. The car- the cartel runs the country down there. It's so corrupt. So they come and find the peace and the American dream here in America. And they settle for jobs that people don't want. People that they won't take. And they were easily the, easily the hardest workers of this year since everyone was shut down and the pandemic hit. They were still working. There were virus outbreaks everywhere out there, but they were still out there getting in. So if this community wants to be called, their school to be called Cotton Pickers because that's what their family does and that's what they want to represent, I'm rolling. I'm sorry. I I know the Cotton Picker thing is a trigger for the African-American community, but this is how they make their money. Yeah, I feel that. Like, if that's what your family's out here doing, I could definitely Let understand. me take it from a different perspective. One to represent. Um, what kind of... <laughs> like, like, I'm just going to take it from the perspective of... Don't you want to pick an intimidating name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I know the Lions is kind of cliche. But, I mean, what's your mascot? Like... If they have a black mascot, I got a problem with it. But come on, like, you're going to be passing around bags and stuff? I mean, how do you get your crowd hype off of that? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's the, the Green Bay Packers and the uh, and the Nebraska Cornhuskers also are not very, uh, although they had a lot of success in their respective leagues, it's, it's not intimidating. Uh, so if you want to name it after that, so be it. No, but uh, it's it's a lot better than being called a Viking, which you know they were known for privilege. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the Vikings are intimidating. Like they did terrible stuff, team. Jordan. They did terrible <laughs> they, stuff, but nobody like <laughs> unless you're a historian. They you raped know, and killed people. Your average person just thinks exactly. We're finna rape and kill y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that's a great football. Oh team. my god, that's a great football team. Oh. Uh, like no one's actually saying, "Oh, that's terrible," you know, and it's not necessarily based on a race. Although the Scandinavian people were like typically like the Vikings and stuff, it's not, you know, racial. Um, and like I said, I don't know if the cotton pickers is racial either. You may not have any black people at your school, but they may not want that either. So I mean, I, you know, I mean, you probably. I'm telling you, if you have a running back on that team. Telling you, all the other schools you play, they're gonna have tons of jokes, and they're not gonna be racially oh, yeah. sensitive jokes either. No. So, so, uh, so, I'll, Jordan, how do you feel about the name? Like, I mean, besides that point, um, like now that you know, now that you know, now that you know why it's called that, they're not just out here being racist. Because I looked up one high school, and they're called, I think it was out of Pennsylvania, they're called the Galloping Ghost. The Galloping Ghosts? That's yes. like the KKK. It was basically the KKK. <laughs> so their logo is a black horse and with a white dude with with a white Ghost robe it. human riding it. Yeah, you, you gotta have a problem with that. I don't care where this stuff yeah. started. Um things need to change or I think it's okay for things to change. And although mm-hmm. 
you know, who knows when this school, you know, pulled in cotton picker and they may have been a thing of pride. Um, I, I don't know. Like, is, is, is it, I don't know. Your, your best bet is to have as many black athletes on your team as possible. And this is going to get them to go the opposite way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. They're all going to be on the opposite side of the, the, uh, the opposite side of town playing for the, playing for the Sharks. And yeah. Whooped up on every year. We're going to whoop these cotton pickers. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, but it ain't going to help you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, your uh, recruiting is not your really going to be great. Be terrible. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mies, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I think, like I said, because that's what they're proud of mm-hmm. i can i can understand that but i do agree with jordan like i feel like you could have <laughs> did something a little bit more like prideful yeah. you know what i'm saying if i'm walking around with the shirt to represent my school how, how about I the personally laborers wouldn't want to say that yeah i mean the laborers i don't know i think you could come up with something that's that maybe embodies that with without necessarily isolating a whole other group of people because although it's something um this mexican community may you know feel pride in mm-hmm. it's something that you know would isolate and you know any black students that may want to go to that school you know yeah so if their whole point is well we're proud of it who cares what you think you know it's, it's kind of you know it's very sensitive for for a school in the united states to have that but you know, if people in that community yeah. have a problem with Especially it, I don't know if this people time. outside of it should, you know, dictate what it is. But yeah, because I, I, I saw a lot of the people listening. standing up on Twitter. They were like, "Man, you're not from here. You don't understand this. You don't know why we call right. that. This ain't no racist stuff at all. We ain't if trying people, to be racist." If people and all that. in that community are okay with that, that's fine. But if you have yeah. a whole subculture of people, yeah. and a whole bunch of people that don't go to that school because of that and you're ignoring that because of the pride that you have, then I think that's where you have a problem. Um, because if you're just like, hey, well, you know, who knows? That could be a way to make sure that black people aren't going to that school. Hey, we don't want them here, you know? Mm-hmm. And if we have a name like this and keep it, maybe although that's not where it started, if we keep it that way, that could deter, you know, others, you know, quote unquote, from, from wanting to be a part of it. Um, so it could be, you know, a way of, you know, keeping it you know you know what i'll take it back i'm not rolling with the name they just need to repackage it i mean you can yeah you gotta repackage that's what that's what we came that's what we came to the conclusion too i'm not offended by that name no but you need to repackage it though i mean now now that we now that we know what it's about yeah it's also something uh, i'm sorry to cut you off jay but like i feel like here in like texas and in the south you kind of like throw that you know some old people throw that word around and it's not necessarily racist you know, yeah. man, that cotton picking, you know, why, why, you know, you know, they, they throw cotton picking in the in the middle of something and it's not necessarily directed at anybody, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I tripped over the cotton picking um, steps, you know, like and yeah. busted my cotton picking knee, you know, it's just like, yeah. it's kind of just like a, I don't know, just a general term. So the, the word oh. general isn't, but it, like I said, if it, if it offends a whole community of people in your community. If it's excluding people in your community. Then, yeah. Right. And like I said, or, or demeaning as well. 
And like I said, for high school, it's not very intimidating if you want your sports team to be called the Cotton Pickers. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Especially as someone that's had their grandparents that have actually worked in the fields and picked stuff before, like mine. I, I was, I, I was like, okay, what the okay, heck? not, not as ignorant as I thought it would might be. Mm-hmm. Not as ignorant as I thought it might be. Yeah. Well, um. <laughs> Speaking of a cotton picking deal. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I can't make that joke. Jordan, you make the joke. You finish the joke for me, Jordan. I can't I, say it. I don't know where you were going. Sorry. I really, really um oh, a contract. Oh. Yeah. No, never mind. Go ahead. A contract with one of the greatest artists of all time. Oh, yeah. Chloe and Hallie. Yeah. The greatest artists of our time. Yeah. It's actually Holly. Holly. Gotcha. Holly and Holly. Holly. But you want to spell it like oh it's Haley. 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 I called her I called her Yeah, Hallie I did not know Hallie. it was Holly or until Hallie. 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 Hallie, yes, Hallie. It's Sorry, Hallie. not Holly. Hallie. Halle Berry. And Hallie and Berry. they're not twins. And they're not twins, if you didn't know that. But... We knew they I weren't knew. twins. Well they can't, they were branded as twins for a second and they were like, No, actually we're not twins. Oh, okay. They're really close related. Well, so yeah, they're like really close, related, in age. close in age. Yeah. <laughs> they're sisters. Well, Twitter, you know, likes to act like they know everything about the music business, and they found out that they are signed to Beyonce for a whopping one point five million dollars for six. I tell you, six studio albums, and boy, were they starting to get dragged. Beyonce. Okay, but you gotta explain that the way that you explained it to my sister because a lot of people don't understand because we broke, so a million dollars sounds like oh, a lot yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. I will take a million dollars any day. Don't get me wrong. But, but. And they've talked about it on some other podcasts before. It's unfair, bro, yeah. how, how women in the music industry or in, well, you know, most industries, sadly, especially the music one, they have to get hair they had to get makeup they had to get wardrobe they had to get security they had to get backup mm-hmm. dancers what are you talking about what, men have to have this I'm just, I'm just talking about like the money that gets spent like, this, like listen to this this is the money that has to be spent on a female artist all of those things and then all a dude has to do is put on a chain go get a haircut put on some Nike or straight Jordan or straight Yeezy wear, whatever, and go perform. That's all a dude has to go do. Uh, and a you women, gotta, you still got to pay for the production of like the stage and their performance. Yeah, but he, I feel like he's right. Like you, you didn't just hear what I just said. There's a lot of smaller detail yeah. stuff. Oh, you didn't just hear what I said then about the females. So. I heard what you said about the females, but what I'm saying is... Yeah, a, a, a woman artist has to go get all that stuff done. She has to go get her teeth done. She, uh, her uh, toes done. She has to go get her fingers done. She has to go get wardrobe. She has to go get hair. She has to go get makeup. Or she has to go get outfits. She has to go get backup dancers. The, it costs more to help produce a female artist than it takes to produce for a male artist, I would say. I believe that. Would you agree with that, Jordan? No. Why not? I just say all a dude has to do is go get a haircut, put some J's on, and he's ready for the, he's ready to go. You can be like her and wear sunglasses and a hat and go and perform. I mean, it's 
Like, I think that's one person. Though. I think it's very Cardi B. Backup dancers. Everything else. So dressed need, to the nine. Meg The Stallion dressed up to the nine. Doja Cat dressed up to the nine. Okay, like you don't have to dress them up like that. Yeah, but that's how. That's what that, that is expected out of female artists. Okay, I mean that's just how you decide to market yourself. But also, they could spend. You know, I mean, hopefully you're paying them so they can you know take care of those things on their own. But I mean, and if you're talking about like Chloe and Holly, Haley, uh, Holly, sorry, Holly, Holly, ha- Chloe Hallie. and Holly, like. <laughs> For the most part, they're R&B artists. They don't typically, I mean, probably once they start doing a little more pop stuff, um, which I think they are, they did with their most recent album, then you probably might see a little bit more um, of them, you know, with backup dancers and all those things like that. But right now, they're probably doing intimate venues, you know, getting their name out there, stuff like that. No, she's she's got them opening up for them on her tours. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's. They got them doing yeah, some other tours. They have a pretty heavy following. She's opening up for them. I mean, they're opening up for her. Right. I mean, they've, they've built up a lot. She's got them on that stadium stage. I, I just don't know where we're going as far as like what that has to do with their deal. Oh, to explain to help explain further as well. Drake is about to hit six albums this year. He's right. been rapping since 2009. How long do you think a, a million dollars is going to last over 10 years in the no, music that's, industry? That's not much money at all. I mean, and, and you are working I, for minimum wage at that point. That's a long time to be signed to a contract because you're talking about usually people have one album every two years. I mean, that's on average, you know, maybe a little exactly. bit less mm-hmm. if you try to speed it up a little bit. But that's, you know, not very much money for a whole lot of work. So that's why we were trying to determine whether this was just a managing type deal or maybe this was a record deal. But based on the research that looked like we did, it looks like it is, um, you know, has to do with their record deal. So I don't necessarily think it's a good deal, but I mean, you know, hey. Yeah, we tried to do some research and it says that they're signed to Parkwood and Columbia. And Beyonce is signed to Columbia. So we were thinking Parkwood's probably a branch off of it, just like um, Young Money is an extension of Universal or MMG is an extension of uh, Warner Brothers. And we really couldn't come to no conclusion. Even Columbia didn't have them listening as artists. So I don't know if it's Finkel. I don't know if it's Einhorn. I just know um, one million dollars for six deal for for six albums. That that's just terrible. I mean, I told Maddie, and like obviously, I don't know much about the music industry, so I can be like, no, that sounds stupid. But I told Maddie, like maybe there's some kind of something in there, like that sweetens up the deal. Like maybe they have all the rights to their music or other things yeah, that yeah, other yeah, artists yeah. are not getting. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's why the deal is so cheap. Is because she's she's meeting them on a different end that's not public. I think it. I think it definitely. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it might, but I feel like that's definitely why she got that uh, mermaid, Little Mermaid gig. Possibly. Oh, because of Beyonce. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Beyonce was doing all the stuff on Lion King, you know. So. Yeah, I can definitely. I'm pretty that. sure she's taking. Favors. And that's what I'm saying too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. Hopefully she's taking care of them on the back end, you know? 
Mm. I, I, I like to believe that she is, but we don't know these artists at all. Cause, we shan't be attached to people we don't we know. We all love Diddy, and boy, Diddy has given some terrible contracts over the years. Even made some people take uh, a gun case, i.e., example, uh, the whole J-Lo sh- uh, shots fired off in the club. Other people got arrested except for him, you know. But hey, what do I know? Oh, yeah. What do I know? Honestly, right? <laughs> um, That's just how we do it. Fantasy football's back, and I just took Christian McCaffrey as my number one overall pick. All right. Bam, bam, bam! Number one pick. Go ahead, keep bragging about it. Who you finna get, Jordan? (laughs) Your your picks coming up in two. I know. Uh, Saquon's off the board. Cooks off the board. Zeke's off the board. What's it looking like, Jordan? You finna take this running back or Michael Thomas? Mm. Avin Kamara just went off the board. Yeah, I'm finna go. RB. Welcome to Perfect Voices Podcast, where we live. (laughs) <laughs> where we live stream a fantasy football draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Clyde Edwards. Yeah. Gonna, let's see who Jordan takes. Let's see who Jordan takes. Dang, where else are you? got a minute on where? this one, too. That's... How do y'all do that? What are y'all uh, The ESPN fantasy football app. This mm. only happens once a season. This is the crazy part mm-hmm. where we draft. But week by week, we play different games against different people. Whatever they do in real life uh, translates into translates points to the onto fantasy football. You make a lineup. Whoever scores most out of their lineups against each other wins. So it's nice. it's a good it's a good cheating way that the NFL uses to get you watching other games because, you know, us, Mish, we're big Cowboy fans. Hashtag yeah. Dez caught it. And speaking of Dez, my boy Jordan took. Jordan, say who you took. Uh, Michael Thomas. I the crybaby. I, I, I got put on auto pick while I was messing around. Oh, man. He picked the crybaby out of New Orleans, Michael Thomas. Um, uh, it's a good trick. It's a good trick to make the NFL make you watch other games, because we're big Cowboys fans, and it'll make you watch a Kansas City versus Tennessee game, a Browns versus Raiders game, a Jaguars versus the Patriots game. It it just makes you get more invested into the football season. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. It's a good trick. All it's right. definitely pitting some candy in the candy in the medicine. I'm definitely not too happy about my pick either. I didn't really want him. I, I should have took Lair. Uh, I mean, these running backs are already getting mid. I mean, the rookie just went off of the board. Clyde Edwards, he's gone now. All right. I think we should go ahead and wrap up, though, because I think we're done. Uh, yeah. Don't... Uh, I think we're good on everything, y'all. Oh, unless you want to talk about that Christian website of Boston and then get up out of here. Okay. You want to give him some heat, Jordan? Because I know you, you, you tight. I want to know. I don't know what that is. Tell the people, Jordan. Ugh. There was a. I tagged you in it. I'm pretty sure. I can't look it up right now because I'm doing something. Oh, oh, yes, yes, you did. That was a while back, yeah, but yes. It, I it seems like forever ago, but it was like Brittany. 10 days ago. The website that was. 
That's a lot. <laughs> no. For um, Kyle Rittenhouse, I think his name was, or the, the shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying, you know, he deserved defense and what he was doing was trying to help people out. And, you know, it's, it's the left that's trying to, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know, pin it everything on him when it's the, they didn't have control over their city and stuff. And it's, it's a mess, but just the fact that people were willing to defend a murder is, you know, mind boggling. So. Mm-hmm. Do, does the Ten Commandments say not to murder people? I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah but the Ten Commandments <laughs> was overruled by the <laughs> Two Commandments, which is clearly love your neighbor yeah. as yourself. So you obviously not loving. So let's give give send go their proper acknowledgement of being trash. That's the website. Give send go. Tradap. Um. These great Christian people out of Boston, not only have they raised their goal money, which is $200,000 for him, they raised nearly $270,000. Jesus. <sighs> you know what? But we, we, you win some, you lose some, because I don't know if y'all remember that. Um, what's it called? The girl who she got, she had started to go fund me and was telling people that she got kicked out of her house for being a Trump supporter and like she ra- she like scammed a whole bunch of white people mm. out of their money. Nice. I forgot when this was, but yeah, she made a GoFundMe and she was like, oh, this and this and this. And then she was on Twitter and they were like someone someone on Twitter exposed her, but she still got all the money. <laughs> hey man, scammers gonna scam, bro. It's 2020. Get yours. Scammers gonna scam. Get yours. Well, hey, man, this has been another episode of the Perfect Voices Podcast coming to you on a Monday, 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 Monday. What are your thoughts on... Hope y'all have a good what week. What are your thoughts on Mondays real quick? I personally uh, am okay with Mondays for the most part because it's usually busy at my job, so they go by pretty quickly, but... And I don't have nothing, like, I don't have any kind of meetings or anything on Monday mm-hmm. evenings, so I just be getting off work. Hanging out with the fam. It's nice. Well, I personally, I don't have a beef with Monday because it's the beginning of the week. There's always going to be a beginning. I feel like Thursday. Thursday is the day that we need to be dragging up and down. Like Monday. No, I love Thursday. No, listen, listen. I love Thursday. Let me tell you you why. Imagine a week where it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's dumb. Thursday is this uh, such a big <laughs> Thursday is such a block, bro. It is such a waste Dude. of day. No, yes, bro. It is, oh, 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 I cannot sorry, agree man. with you on hold this. On, let me give you some. Imagine a week where it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Look, you just get okay. hump day. You don't have to worry about it. It's, that's great. Come on, Jay. Like, if you take out a week, it's it's just gonna lessen the number of week days in the week. Then Wednesday becomes a new Friday, and Wednesday becomes a new Thursday. All right, we need to go. We need to wrap because yeah, this, this, yeah, because y'all yeah. doing y'all doing all y'all. I just drafted Aaron Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. Don't be mad at me, baby. I'm over here killing this draft. Right, exactly. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Bye. And for every voices podcast, Jay, George, Meese, Austin.
Check us out. Feel like coming out. Follow me on Twitter, y'all. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe. Jadev. Okay, bye. And all that. Peace.